Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch your ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio.
Good morning, superheroes, and welcome to Hitch a Ride with Hayley. It's me back with you again, Hayley Wheatley. And where will we be off to this week? I can't believe December is here already. I really can't. I'm in shock. And I'm wondering who has their tree up at home. Finally, the decorations are up in the Wheatley house. And oh my goodness, it just seems like yesterday I was taking them down. Where has 2020 gone? However, we have a fresh horizon for 2021. There is a vaccine in the wings and we can possibly look at all types of things that we used to do coming back to us in 2021. One of those may be travel. And I would love to know if you are planning any travels in 2021 is there anywhere you didn't make it to this year that you are going to head off to and if so I'm hoping this first section of my show will help you out today because I've gone to three of my good friends one is a travel uh, traveler she writes travel blogs another is an air hostess or an air host I should say he's a gent and I have one that is a frequent traveler and works at a travel agent and I have asked for their top flight tips when you book a flight how can we get these flights cheaper a better price so that if anything goes wrong we're not going to lose a lot in the pocket so that will be coming up after our next track but first of all I want to come and see who is hitchhiking with us on our travels today I'm very excited to see all these faces I hope you're wrapping up warm it will be a bit chilly Hello, Sandra Burns. She says, be with you in the chat at tea time, but listening all the time. I'm guessing you're working really hard today. So good luck with that, Sandra. And Nikki Napier is with us too. Morning, Hayley. Morning, all. How lovely to have you with us, Nikki. Oh, our girl Steph is in. How great to see you. Finally, a morning, she says, where I'm not at work and will be listening in. How fantastic. Hello, good morning, Anne-Marie. Oh, you look snug as a bug there. Uh, beautiful little kitties in your gif there daniel dykmans good morning Haley. all i'm all ears at work that's fantastic daniel hope we don't distract you from work too much today marion armstrong is here good morning Haley. morning everyone how good to have you with us marion and you too judith kennedy switzerland judith is guessing uh, we were actually skiing last week those of you that were with us in last week's show so we did hit switzerland and austria so it will be somewhere a little bit different today and a little bit more festive and Sarah Jalkinen is here too hi Haley and all tuned in on my second cup of coffee and my cup is more of a bowl sounds good to me actually Sarah I normally have a cold water next to me for the show but it's so cold today I have my hot coffee here too so again I'd love to hear if you're planning any trips I'm really hoping my flight save trips will help you out if you are looking at anything, and I thought, what better a song to go into than another Maggie Gallagher track? This one is very appropriate as we're talking about upcoming flights. It's Fly High. A room full of sadness, a broken heart, and only me to blame for every single part. Science or religion Could make this whole To be loved but never loved To have but never hold It's a life alone And a desperately To be held To be loved so This is gonna 
take a bit of getting used to But I know what's right Barlow on a Wednesday morning. All right, welcome everyone. We're ready to fly high with this next one. And the very gorgeous Lee Hamilton is hitchhiking with us today. Lee says, Good morning, everyone. Well, Haley, I missed out on three sunny holidays this year and three city breaks next year. I'm booked for a Hindu in Ibiza, a weekend in Rome with my sister, and yesterday I booked flights for Vegas Dance Explosion with some of my dancers. How cool. I hope they all come off uh, next year, Lee. Uh, Steph Bell, you were going to come to Vegas with us this year too, weren't you, Steph? I'm so good I missed it this year, hoping to be there next year. She says, such a feel-good tune, this Fly High, and a fabulous dance, it certainly is. And Marie, hi. She says, welcome to France, Hayley Wheatley. 
so jealous of your kitchen oh i do love france and marie uh thank you for welcoming me and you're always welcome in my kitchen or should i say bienvenue uh keep us right here as we do travel i don't think we're actually going to france today let me think uh glenn kennedy is here and he has just arrived in lerwick the wind is chilly here in the shetland ah oh, wrap up warm so we're just talking about flight tips i have it from the mouths of the experts the travel agent the travel blogger and the air concierge and uh, the first tip here is be flexible with your dates so if you want to save obey the rules of supply and demand school or bank holidays weekends valentine's day and christmas all increase prices you can find the cheapest travel periods by checking british airways peak and off-peak calendar a barometer for flight prices across the industry now british airways hides this away on its website so what you need to do is actually google british airways off-peak calendar to check what these dates are even off-peak periods do range in price though uh, we can often search key dates in, in august and uh, for an example we found jet 2 flights from leeds bradford which is not far from me to Rhodes, for 131 pounds on a tuesday or that same week on the thursday 65 pounds that's quite a difference so to bag a deal keep your dates flexible and search a few days either way EasyJet has a three-week view option that shows prices on alternative dates, but don't just search with one airline. Skyscanner is fabulous. I use this too. It compares several dates across a whole month, and Skyscanner is so easy to switch dates. Uh, for example, when we looked for October flights from London to New York, it gave the cheapest returns of £742 on one of the dates, yet it was only £322 on another and you can actually look for Google flights all across the world in every country and this has a similar search function. So my second tip would be harness the geeks. Now, why spend time tracking bargains when someone else can do it for you? And I'm not talking about the geeks in your family. My son is a self-confessed geek, but he would never uh, give me the time <laughs> to look for prices for travel. But listen, there are geeks on the computer that'll do it for you. Sign up to travelzoo.co.uk or airfarewatchdog.co.uk and they'll send you the best deals that their human hunters have found. Such as recently a £286 return pr uh, price flight from Birmingham to Dubai or Dubai as it's pronounced, the business class deals, uh, you need to go elsewhere. Go to Flyer Talks Premium Fair Deals Forum and that's really handy. Uh, it's quite American-centric though, so use British passport co uh, airport codes, sorry, such as LHR, which is like Heathrow, uh, in the search, in the forum, and uh, use this function to narrow down useful deals. In fact, one recent bargain was a first-class price at British Airways. It was London to New York City, JFK Airport, for £1,593, which sometimes you can play you can pay that for a, for a regular class cabin flight can't you uh so that is a cracking price absolutely cracking price so of course you will get to those places at the best prices and you may ask yourself how did you get here well our next track is a celine dion track it's choreographed by esmeralda vanderpool and the track uh, and the dance is called how did you get here mm -hmm. 
beautiful track that is absolutely love it it's celine dion guys that one isn't it great uh so we're just checking in into the chat room to see who was meant to go away this year and who has had to cancel steph bell was on about vegas and she said it was meant to be my weekend for my birthday wasn't it it sure was what a shame we never made it to vegas this year i hope so next year i was taken from uh, from your message there that you've booked next year is that right lee not this year it would be great wouldn't it if we're all in vegas next year that would be amazing uh amory is saying you have to come to france cooking on diva jambon with me oh that sounds delicious fantastic and for that last track lee hamilton is saying my class are loving this dance ah oh, it's amazing i'm gonna have to give that one a go only just found it the other day love it so my next tips for flight saving if you uh, have any yourself please feel free to put them in the chat room too i'd love to hear about them my next one is use your points wisely the best value with frequent flyer points traditionally comes when you use them to upgrade from economy to premium or business for example a BA flight British Airways flight that we looked at that took us to LA in December cost a staggering wait for this 7,632 pounds in club world but you can also get that lie flat bed by buying a premium economy ticket and upgrading with your Avios for £1,132 plus 50,000 Avios points. Now that's a massive price difference, isn't it? Uh, if you don't have that many points saved yet, they're also great value on short European flights, especially ones that are big business routes and especially ones that are last minute too. For example, a one-way flight from Heathrow to Rome uh, we looked at we uh, recently cost about £326 on British Airways or you can book it for 45 quid and then just use 2150 avios points so that's a really good way of working out those points to make those flights extra comfortable uh, tip number four would be web would be to be web savvy i guess this goes without saying but uh Sure, you use comparison websites, right? But are you making the most of them? Uh, kayak.co.uk lets you filter out flights by time of departure or arrival. And this would eliminate ones that could maybe require a taxi to the airport rather than public taxi. Tax, uh, transport if you know what I mean so uh, for example we found EasyJet flights to Munich from Stansted for £39 and from Gatwick for £35 so Gatwick was the cheaper one but the 6.20am departure from Gatwick meant a £50 cab from central London was required as opposed to a £17 train from Stansted later in the day making the former option the cheaper option and meanwhile, momondo.com sorts by cheapest deals, quickest flights or best, which is a combo of the two. And Skyscanner lets you search for nearby airports for those who are happy to fly from, say, Liverpool, Manchester or Leeds, Bradford, um, which works out for me where I live. There's, there's a few airports within the same distance. So that's a great tip if you're looking for that. Remember, the cheapest option isn't always the best option and I will come to more of that in a little bit as I say if you have any tips let me know we're just comparing flights here as we go through and it seems a good time for our next track this is an Alison and Peter choreography and as we're comparing this one is called nothing compares to you 
one a bit of natalie gauchy there love for that one in the chat room i love that one sandra burns is saying love this too all right i have two more travel tips for you before we head off onto our next next destination who is planning flights next year are you planning on going anywhere or is it just too early to say yet really all this new topic of the vaccines and uh, we haven't seen them in action really yet have we uh but it's looking positive and if you're looking at booking a flight next year here are my last two tips for the day so we we're talking about how the cheapest looking deal isn't always the cheapest and tip number uh, five is check out the extra fees uh, they seem the seemingly great deals can actually end up being more expensive for example if you need to check in bags 
even on airlines such as British Airways and Virgin Atlantic, they now have hand luggage only fares. And it seems to be the way they're all going now. Costs are dependent on the route, but some charge more than others. And it's from £20 return for a, for a bag with British Airways, but £45 with Virgin. So that could clinch the deal if headline prices are similar. You can use Kayak to compare fares with a checked bag already included for longer flights. Cost of food on boards can be a factor too. Now, if you get your meals included, it can work out a lot cheaper for you than booking a cheaper flight and having to pay for food on board. The Civil Aviation Authority has a chart of who charges for what and how much. So search comparing prices and charges may benefit you in the long run. And I think I spoke about this before, about how sometimes I find it's cheaper to check into the lounges. You think, oh, it's a lot of money to check into one of the business lounges. But by the time, if you're sitting waiting for a long time, by the time you buy a couple of drinks and a meal in the airport restaurant or a bar, you really are out of pocket. You might as well buy that lounge and just have it all complimentary and included. So it is a tip to look at those extra charges. Don't just go, oh, there's a good price. I'll have that one. My last top tip of the day, most airlines heavily discount flights if you package with them. Uh, so you may want to get included a hotel or car hire. Uh, once uh, one of my friends who gave me the advice, they knocked more than £200 off a return flight to Boston by adding a week's car. And actually, that car was effectively free, right? Uh, so choose your flight and it'll give you the options to add a hotel and car and just do them and see what happens. Just give it a try. Don't always presume that those not included are the cheaper option. Okay, so we are going to head to somewhere a bit chillier next. Those are my top tips for the day. I hope they've been useful. And we are going to go off to the North Pole. Of course, it is that time of year. It's the festive season and I really actually want to catch a little glimpse of Santa if possible. Of course, I believe in Santa. So let's just, just have a little listen to what is on later today. You've got Ross Brown and Nikki Napier coming with you as soon as my show ends. And then we'll have a little track as we head over to the North Pole. All around the world. Time to go around the world with Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. It's all about our bands with Nikki Napier, a fortnightly show featuring our line dance bands and vocalists, including guest appearances. Wednesdays, 2 p.m. UK time. Song of a victory 
That's a new dance from My Lee. Uh, great one if you want to check it out. Nice, unusual song. The track is by TV. XQ. Great. Fantastic. And we have another hitchhiker in the chat room, Frederic. Hello and welcome. She says, morning, Hayley and, f- and fellow listeners. Love to listen to your voice on LDR. Thank you. That's so lovely. Thank you, my love. Uh, Sarah Jalkinen is saying, can't really plan anything before I'm working again, but really, really hoping things will sort out and I get to fly somewhere nice next year, preferably a dance event sounds good to me sarah come visit me we have big dave events right on my doorstep you're very welcome so at the moment we're off on our travels not in real life but just for fun here on hitch a ride with Haley. we're gonna go to the north pole i do hope to catch a glimpse of some penguins at least if not santa so some fun facts today about the north pole in 1897 three swedes attempted to be the first people to reach the north pole they traveled by wait for it hot air balloon but crashed after 65 hours 33 years later a ship discovered their camp along with their or their dead bodies journal and camera they'd survived for weeks by killing and eating polar bears well well done for those explorers not such a happy ending though if you're talking about the north pole you'll need to be more specific actually because there's actually seven of them yep geographic north pole which is the true north magnetic north pole geomagnetic north pole instantaneous north pole celestial north pole north pole of inaccessibility and lastly the town of north pole in alaska (laughs) all good fun Oh, it certainly would be chilly up there. I'm not a fan of the cold, I must confess. But there was a great dance years ago called Icebreaker, and it went to this track, of course, 
you and I will know this as the Hold Your Horses track.
love that one hold your horses and uh, we've got love for that one in the chat room too i'm going to check in hitchhikers and see what we're up to here sandra burns a big shout out scotland 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 there sarah we're first she says and good morning to you phil wheatley he says morning all listening in at work on alexa of course this is my other half checking in he says got chris charlton listening for the first time well good morning mr charlton i hope you like being with us today and uh, frederick here love hold your horses oh i know isn't it great it's a classic and that's exactly what steph bell's saying yes what a classic whoop whoop and uh, you dance this one great steph hope to be dancing it with you again soon frederick says we still dance it which is great it is one of those great ones i don't know if you like me late night at an event you're always in the mood for hold your horses right Ross Brown's with us too and of course we were think we're reminding ourselves just a little earlier that his show is with us uh, just exactly after I finish Ross will be with you to start off he says good morning Haley and fellow listeners now tuned in after getting my show set up we're off to Estonia again today hope everyone is doing well and we hope you are too Ross okay so we're getting to the very chilly area of the North Pole and one of the big questions people ask when they hit the North Pole is what lives there uh, because it's so cold so we're going to talk firstly just about a few of the animals that live in the north pole so i hope the animal fans are in the house today and the first one on my list is the killer whale killer whales are members of the dolphin family did you know and they are the largest of all the dolphin species they are also one of the most ferocious hunters of all aquatic mammals it is for this reason they are often referred to as the wolves of the sea and that's how they get their name, the killer whales. An adult killer whale may measure up to 26 feet and weigh over 6,000 pounds. That sounds like me after Christmas dinner. Killer whales are known to perform strategic and well-planned hunting adventures in a team. These dolphins are not limited to just eating fish. They also relish other marine animals such as seals, sea lions, walruses, penguins and even other whales. The animal residents of the North Pole have to face the vagaries of nature. Though they have developed a number of adaptations to endure the atrocities of nature, every day of their life presents the most difficult challenge in the world before them. That is the challenge of survival. So if there are killer whales up in the North Pole, what other whales are there? Well, you will also find the beluga whale there also known as the white whale or the sea canary. The beluga whale is a relatively small whale that grows up to 15 feet in length. Its diet comprises of an assortment of squid, fish, octopus and worms. An adult beluga whale has a plump body and is white in colour. These mammals usually live in groups called pods. They hunt together and they migrate together. An ideal example of unity, something certainly worth learning about this morning and thirdly this next animal is the northern fur seal the northern fur seal got its name from its thick two-layered dark grayish brown fur which insulates it against the cold climate of the north pole i'm so glad it had something to keep it warm when on land fur seals live in large colonies but form smaller groups when in water they are known also to consume squids octopus and fish so just a few animals there we will have a few more after this next track while we've been talking about whales i don't know if anyone ever did this dance uh it was great i liked it it was choreographed by claire bell and it was called jonah in the whale really enjoyed dancing this one with my class 
Perpetuate the positive and deal in Manate the negative and latch on To the affirmative but don't mess with Mr. In-Between You got to spread joy Up to the maximum and bring gloom Down to the minimum and have faith Our pandemonium's liable to walk upon the scene To illustrate my last remark Jonah in the whale, Noah in the ark What did they do just when everything looks so dark? Man, they said you got to accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative and latch on to the affirmative but don't mess with Mr. In-Between. And we are traveling to the North Pole, Hitchhikers. I hope you're wrapped up warm. And we're talking about animals in the North Pole, because why not, huh? What does live up there? And while we're checking into the chat room, I'm just seeing a couple of messages here. Good morning, HP Low. He says, good morning, Haley. On the subject of flight, I travel frequently to the Far East and the States. And one tip I learned from one of the check-in staff is to dress smartly. Because if seats are overbooked, staff are told to look for passengers suitable for upgrade. Uh, and he's put in brackets SFU. And will select passengers who are dressed and act like they are first 
class or business class material rather than shabby looking ones because hey let's face it who doesn't like an upgrade that is a great tip HP thank you I love to travel smartly uh, but sometimes you're so weary from traveling you just put on your comfies don't you so that is a great tip let's be smart travelers because we will definitely make sure we're eligible for an upgrade and Steph Bell is saying uh, hold your horses is definitely a 2 a.m. dance indeed it is or if we're at CBA Steph probably like a 5 a.m. dance huh <laughs> because there is no such thing as a late night a late night and an early morning there are the same thing right oh I'm certainly going to miss that event this year but while we're in the North Pole let's take us back to animals another animal you'll find there is the walrus walruses are the water-loving residents of the North Pole and they like to spend most of their time living in shallow icy water in the spring and fall the walruses migrate following their food sounds good to me go where the food is uh, I would follow my nose straight to the States in that case I think Male walruses are known as bulls, uh, we may have known this, and the females are called cows. The walruses have conspicuous ivory tusks. In the cows, these tusks grow to be two feet long, while in the bulls, they are four feet long. Oh my goodness. Uh, the longer the tusk, the more important rank a walrus holds in its group. That makes sense. An interesting fact about the walrus is that it can sleep while it swims. Very clever, Mr. Walrus. Native people use the walrus for many things. The meat of the walrus is frequently eaten by the villagers, as well as fed to the dogs. Its skin is used to make boats, and the intestines are used for raincoats, window covers, and floats. The ivory tusks are used to make many different objects like carved paintings and necklaces. The bones of the walrus are used to make spear heads. Well, I don't like the sound of killing animals, but if you're going to, then at least use every part, I guess. Arctic tern are also an animal you will find in the North Pole. The Arctic Tern, a small bird, is a temporary resident of the North Pole. It arrives in the Arctic region for breeding during the summer, but goes back to the Antarctic during the winter. That sounds like a long trip. It is an enthusiastic traveler that journeys more than 20,000 miles each year between the Arctic and the Antarctic. So it is a long trip. The Arctic Tern is 12 to 15 inches long. Uh, this bird has a white rounded head with a black cap just above the eyes. It feeds on small fish and insects. And my last animal I'm going to mention is the snowy owl also known as the great white owl or the arctic owl. The snowy owl is one of the largest species of owls. They are known as snowy owls because they are full grown and they are almost pure white in color. I'm sure that Hedwig from Harry Potter was a snowy owl. I'm not 100% on that. But they have an incredible vision and can zero in on their targets from kilometers away. They love to feed on lemmings. Uh, yeah, lemmings, like the computer game, and can devour up to five lemmings a day. Lemmings are cute in real life, not quite as cute as the computer game though. But uh, these owls, they have incredible vision and can zero in on their targets from kilometers away. They love to feed on these lemmings and can devour up to five lemmings a day. There we go. Uh, they also have feet that are covered with feathers and protected with extra thick pads as they have to spend most of their time on the frozen Arctic ground. There we go, a few of the animals. I have a few more facts for you, but first, let's enjoy the snow that we will find there with this next track. Lady Antebellum for this one. 
I should have been born in a really hot country, I have to admit. And uh, here is someone who was born in a really hot country. Hello there, Mr. David Hoyne, into the chat room with us today. I bet it's not as chilly there as it is today here or all around the UK and definitely in the North Pole. And uh, Ross has shared some great gifs in the chat room. Whale, hello there, he says. And of course, the Disney connection is brought to us by Mr. Ross Brown today. I can speak whale. And that is a quote from Dory from Finding Nemo. Perfect. A great gif there from Sandra to back that one up. And uh, Ross is confirming that Hedwig is a snowy owl. I thought he was. I took the chance. Thank you for confirming that, Ross Brown. And uh, David says, I would love the snow. It's about 38 degrees today. Oh, no way. Let's swap. Let's swap. Uh, <laughs> my other half was really mean today. My, my daughter wouldn't get out of bed. And he's like, oh my goodness, look at the snow outside. Boom. She was out of bed looking out of the window. Um, <laughs> poor, my poor Ava. Uh, David is also saying, HP Low, good tip. We'll have to remember this one about uh, upgrading. Oh, David, you always look eligible for an upgrade. You always look smart. So we are in the North Pole and just talking about some facts here. Uh, what facts do we know about the North Pole? Is there anything we do know? It's not a place I've often looked at or definitely not wanted to visit. But there are some facts I have here, and one is that there is no land there. I know this sounds crazy, but the fixed North Pole sits atop a thick sheet of ice that only measures about a foot above sea level and is continuously shifting. Don't fancy walking on that, actually, if I'm honest. Uh, but it's one cold step for man. In 1909, a man by the name of Robert Peary claimed to be the first man to reach the North Pole. He was an American. And similar to the moon landing, many decades later, he planted an American flag 
flag in the ground. However, his claims of the expedition are very controversial, with many people actually doubting he made the trip. Oh, how annoying. That must be so frustrating for him when you do something really great and no one actually believes it. Um... Average temperatures there aren't actually as cold as you think. The summertime months tend to hit an average of 32 degrees Fahrenheit, while the holiday season sees temperatures that go down to about minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit. So there are colder places. It's not the coldest pole on Earth, it's the second behind the South Pole, which is located, of course, in Antarctica and averages a bone-chilling minus 76 degrees Fahrenheit in the winter. Oh, freezing. But uh, the North Pole is a cost-effective shipping route. If shipping companies travel between Asia and North America, they take the Northern Sea Road as opposed to the Panama Canal. They can save roughly $500,000 by doing this. And uh, another fact, it's a gold mine. According to many geographical surveys, roughly 22% of the world's undiscovered oil resources rest beneath the Arctic seabed. Due to the melting ice, these resources are becoming more obtainable. Interesting. So, great place to go to save some money, indeed. Uh, I'm going to play us another track next. This is a new one. It's a Dolly Parton track and she sings here with Miley Cyrus. The dance is called Christmas is the Best, choreographed by Philip Sobriello and uh, Jennifer Chu Su Chin. It's a lovely track, this one. Have a listen.
your best Christmas is a time for sharing Knowing you've been blessed Christmas is a time for giving Love is made of this That's what Christmas is The North Pole Hitchhikers, how are we liking it? Christmas is the best is the name of that last dance. Dolly Parton with Miley Cyrus, who'd have thought it? Fantastic. But I like it here in the North Pole, even though it's chilly and David is saying in the chat room, remember, Santa lives there at the North Pole. That's the only reason I'm here. I want to see Santa for sure. I haven't seen him yet, but there are some other good facts here about the North Pole. Here is one. It doesn't belong to any country. The Northern Canadian territory of Nunavut sits closest to the North Pole, while Greenland comes in a near second. Because the North Pole is located in international waters, it's not owned by any specific country. For, but many nations have tried to stake their claim on it over the years. I bet they have. Now, how deep is the Arctic Ocean? The North Pole region of the Arctic Ocean measures roughly 13,400 feet deep, which is equivalent to about 10 Empire State buildings stacked on top of each other. That's pretty deep. Um, lightning recently stuck near the north, struck near the North Pole 48 times. Uh, this seems logical that it would be up there, but um, historically lightning hasn't been common for the North Pole. But the warmer Arctic temperatures as of late are welcoming lightning-producing thunderstorms. In summer 2019, a lightning storm was detective, detected in the North Pole region and struck roughly 48 times my goodness 48 times from uh, <laughs> from a thunderstorm unbelievable uh, the sun rises and sets once a year there this is a crazy fact due to the tilt of the earth's axis the north pole experiences one sunrise during the march equinox and one sunset during the september equinox making winter forever dark and summer always sunny there we go how would you tell if it was night or day a star in the sky marks its location of the north pole the prominently glowing north star sits about 434 light years above the north pole its fixed location has made it a vital navigation marker for centuries and who lives in the north pole while no humans live in the rough Arctic conditions atop of the globe, other life forms do call the climate home. We've discussed a few of these. The sea is filled with orcas, humpback whales, and several species of fish, while polar bears have been known to make appearances on the land above. And uh, here's an important one. The Arctic is shrinking. Within the next 50 years, the effects of global warming, global warming, which I do go on about a little, but it's very real, and it can melt the thick ice that takes up much of the northern sea route surrounding the North Pole region. Now, despite all of these facts, humans do visit the North Pole, and not just Santa. 
even though we don't live there, humans travel there quite often. Scientists researching the North Pole set up temporary stations in the area or travel aboard research ships, but there are actually no permanent stations there. And uh, I'm not surprised, I just hope those humans and those scientists like the cold more than I do. Are we fans of the cold in the chat room? How are we coping? Let me know if it will be too warm or too cold for you because oh my goodness I do not like the cold I say it again I do not I'm gonna hit us with another track next this is a Brian Adams track Christmas tra Christmas time and uh, then we're gonna have a listen to what else is uh, on for us today we already know we got Ross Brown straight after me and of course the amazing Nikki Napier with her all about bands but we have some more tracks coming up for you so have a listen out for those after this next track we waited
The New Line with Michael, a unique show featuring modern, funky and advanced line dances. Tune in on Wednesdays, 5 to 7 p.m. on Line Dancer Radio. Wednesday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Online Dancer Radio. Back to back with Kathy. Keep it here. Keep it Line Dancer Radio. Click Adrian Checkley on Facebook or head to the Line Dancer Radio chat room page to add your requests for the Adrian Checkley All Request Show. Tune in Thursdays from 8 till 10 p.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. I'd rather be. Yeah, lots of great shows coming up today, so remember to tune in for them. And we have a lot of our hitchhikers still in the chat room having a chat. Great to hear your comments. Frederick is saying, this is for you, Sarah. And she has shared a lovely image of an I Love Finland band. Uh, badge should I say uh, she says my hubby brought it back when he from when he was there same time Haley was there with you I suppose oh how cool same time and Finland a great timing to share that Finland is such an amazing place I'm going to talk and hit a little bit on Finland in the show uh, coming up soon so thank you for that Frederic fantastic timing and Steph Bell is saying uh, we, I was asking if you uh, like the cold or if it's just me that doesn't like it Steph Bell is saying no chance. I enjoy my fluffy PJs too much and being all snuggled up. I hate going outside. I'm a little bit of a hermit. Well, I don't blame you, Steph. I've got to be honest. I kind of hibernate at this time of year. I love being out and having fun in the summer, but when it's cold, I just like being snuggled under a blanket with a hot drink. So I totally, totally hear you. Now, I have talked in the past about the Northern Lights. You can tell it's one of my things I really want to do. I've never seen the Northern Lights and it is on my bucket list. Um, And as these cold nights here cast a spell of doom and gloom across the UK over in Scandinavia, I think it'll be a different mood entirely. Uh, Northern Lights season uh, has arrived and uh, in certain places huddles of locals and tourists stand under inky black skies waiting for a sightseeing of the fluorescent green red and yellow ribbons of light that twist and turn above however witnessing this natural phenomenon can be tricky the lights are as elusive as they are beautiful it all comes down to being in the right place at the right time So, if you're wondering how to boost your chances of spotting the Northern Lights, the phenomenon that causes the Northern Lights actually occurs throughout the year. But as a general rule of thumb, the darker the sky, the higher your likelihood of seeing the aurora. Between November and March is perfect timing. During these months, the aurora can make an appearance any time after darkness, which is typically between 4pm and 6am. Now, if you're heading on going out there or planning on it, choose a hotel that offers a wake-up service so that you can snooze knowing that if the lights appear, you won't miss them. And that's my great first tip for looking at them. But I'm also going to talk about three perfect places that you can go to see the Northern Lights. So if you're interested in seeing the Northern Lights or going to a place where you will see them, then stay with me. Now, knowing that we have uh, some Scandinavian listeners in the house, let me know if you you've seen these or if you like them Uh, my brother has been lucky enough to see them in Iceland and that's one of the places I would love to head out to to see them so while we're talking of the sky let's go into our next track this one is speak to the sky speak to the sky whenever 
things go wrong And you'll know you're not talking to the air To the air And the world will look better from up there Speak to the sky cause things can get you down And you'll know when you're talking to the Lord To the Lord Does not always rhyme I always try to find some time To speak to the sky and tell you how I feel And you know, sometimes what I say ain't right It's alright Cause I speak to the sky every night to the sky okay my lovely hitchhikers i'm taking you to see the northern lights uh, i have to confess it's always been on my bucket list and i've never made it to see them yet i really would love to go to iceland actually and see them there that was one of my 2020 plans that unfortunately couldn't happen but we've got a great image in the chat room from jim there a beautiful gif there of the lights themselves and that uh, must be amazing to see them steph bell is saying i've heard apparently that we can see the northern lights over here but never seen them it would be gorgeous to see though and uh, that is true uh, especially northern scotland you will be able to see the lights and it has been heard of that you can even see them as suddenly as newcastle which is just a little bit up from where we live and steph lives and it's been known but very rare that you can see them there on a very clear night so you'd be very lucky to see them from your hometown indeed and uh, we were talking a little bit about finland and the first place I'm going to take you to on our hitchhike travels as you hitch a ride with me is to finish Lapland. Now Lapland is a place I have always wanted to go to and we're going to hit a little bit on this place today because it's apparently the home of Santa and uh, it's ridiculously expensive to go to 
Lapland, but uh, definitely worth a trip. Now, why would you go to Lapland? Well, few places ooze with winter magic like Finnish Lapland. You can head to Inari high above the Arctic Circle and you'll find yourself in the prime Northern Lights viewing territory. The area is vast and mountainous, which means clearer skies offer up great visibility and a snowy landscape is there that's perfect for a winter wonderland-esque activities to entertain you during daylight hours. And you can do lots of other things there. I will hit on some of these as well as we come up. But one thing you can do is hunker down in a lakeside sauna. Wow. Race over fresh powder on snowmobiles. Discover local culture at a reindeer farm. And spot the northern lights dancing across the sky on a snowshoe walk. And what's the best trip there? Well, you can plump for a seven-night stay at the Wilderness Hotel in Inari at the Northern Lights Village. As well as all accommodation, including a few nights in a cozy, cozy glass-roofed cabin, which sounds fantastic, return flight, and plenty of exclusions are included. And I say it is ridiculously expensive. I would love to take my kids to Lapland. Uh, they're probably a little old now, but you can get these all-inclusive prices, which means you actually know what you're going to get before you head off there, which is one of the pluses. Uh, so yes, wonderful, wonderful Finland indeed. A uh, great place to be at this time of year. And on that note, I'm going to hit on another track. This one is choreographed by Philip Sobriello and myself. It's called Christmas on the Square, and it's another Dolly Parton track. And I actually watched the movie yesterday. It's on Netflix if you want to see the movie. Uh, has anybody seen this movie yet? Christmas on the Square. Uh, let me know in the chat room if you have. Christmas ball, yeah. <laughs> 
and chestnuts baked, everybody shares. Christmas on the square. If you want to check out that dance, it's just a nice little simple one. And if you want to check out the movie, it's on Netflix now. Have a look at it. It's a new Christmas movie. I watched it yesterday. Uh, Dolly Parton has clearly had a lot of work done to her face, but she is still fantastic. She is still really fabulous. Uh, she plays the angel in it. And uh, it's one of those that you think, oh, this is so predictable. And yet somehow I still end up crying my eyes out. Uh, but it has Christine Bransky in it. I love her as an actress. She's fantastic. She's been in so many things and she is just great. Uh, I think that really helps. A great cast, actually, if you check that one out. So there you go. Some afternoon viewing if you want to. We are talking about the Northern Lights and where we can go to see them. H.P. Lowe is saying, I just remembered the popular song Northern Lights by a group called Renaissance in the late 70s. I'll have to check that one out. If only there was a dance to it, I could have played it. Steph Bell is saying, speak to the sky. Always takes me back to my mum's classes. Was a weekly dance done there? It was a classic, huh? Sarah is saying, Haley, yes, I've seen the Northern Lights a few times. Sometimes they can even be seen quite down south, like where our summer house is. Oh, that would be exquisite. And your summer house is so stunning, Sarah. I've seen the photos of the views there. So how amazing with the possibility to see the lights too. Now, I was talking about Finland and Iceland is another great place you can go to see them. It's where I would love to go, I've got to say. And uh, it's another place on my list to head to if you want to check them out. Iceland's bursting with natural wonders from steaming geysers, roaring waterfalls and volcanic national parks. But the greatest pull tends to be what sits above the fluorescent ribbons of northern lights that twirl across the sky. As with anywhere, sightings aren't guaranteed, but Iceland is a pretty good place to go for hunting for these celestial wonders. Timings are key. Head between November and March, as I said before, to raise your chances and choose somewhere as far away from the natural light as possible. Uh, again, I think you can get excursions from places in Iceland to go out and watch these. Uh, again, you can kind of get an all-inclusive tour if you want to bundle this all up. Uh, you can go for four nights self-guided too, including accommodation flights and excursions from around £1,295 per person. Uh, I will confess, if you book separately, you can get it way cheaper than this because I have looked into it more than a few times. And uh, as we're talking about icy destinations, I want to fit in this track again. This is a great dance. I discovered this one this year and it seems like a great excuse to play it again. It's Melted Ice choreographed by uh, Tony Coidler and it's to an Ot Lepland song. Mm-hmm. 
such a powerful song that one okay we are chasing the northern lights hitchhikers and we have been to finland and iceland and now we're gonna head to norway okay why norway well Tromsø is 400 kilometers north of the Arctic Circle and is nicknamed the Gateway to the Arctic. So there's a real polar atmosphere here and it's surrounded by snow-sprinkled mountain peaks and dramatic mirror-glazed fjords, which sounds like just the perfect backdrop to me to see some wonders in the sky. What else can you do in this area? Well, you can cruise between magical fjords, tuck into dinner at a reindeer camp with the indigenous Sami people and sit around the fire, listening to cultural tales as you keep your eyes peeled for an appearance of the Northern Lights. I love that idea. So you're not just sitting, waiting, waiting, waiting. You're kind of listening to these stories as these beautiful uh, sights are appearing in the sky. It just sounds perfect, idyllic. Uh, again, prices. Uh, your best bet is wanting to bundle a price for an excursion and all of this in. You're looking pounds-wise at about £1,375. Ah, okay, a couple of little facts about the Northern Lights before we move on. Uh, you can see the Northern Lights from space. Astronauts on the International Space Station sometimes pass through the Aurora Borealis while in orbit. Green is the most frequent color seen. This color comes down to the altitude at which the solar particles collide. So look out for that green light. And another one is that the lights once signaled good luck. Scandinavian fishing communities called the sightings, uh, and I don't know if I pronounce this well, Silblixt. Uh, or herring flash and they saw it as a sign of big fishing haul to follow so there you go go see those lights and it will be very good luck especially if you're a fisherman all right enjoy these lights enjoy these sights guys we're going to have another track next a little bit of taylor swift here as we get in the festive mood <laughs>
We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Weekdays, Good morning. 8 to 9.30 a.m. UK time. It's time to wake up with Willie. Live from Scotland, join Willie Brown for breakfast on Line Dancer Radio. Bringing you the hottest dances from Asia. Join Philip Tuesdays, 12 till 2 p.m. for Asia in Line, the heart of Asia. Ah, so we've been chasing the Northern Lights, Hitchhikers. Are you still with me? Are you wrapped up warm? I'm looking in the chat room to see who is still traveling with us. And uh, as we've been talking, we've been visiting Finland, Iceland and Norway in the search for those lovely light that beautiful aurora borealis phenomenon and uh, i did share a little picture in the chat room of a waterfall on iceland's south coast so if you're heading to iceland check that this out too uh it's got a beautiful name that i've spelt but i can't really pronounce very well um all my scandinavian languages are very very bad uh sarah's here to help me frederick is talking about finland and uh, she's saying hayley sarah the picture i shared it was a fridge magnet it will be too years next february he went oh my goodness yes it was that long ago and she says it's the same weekend as you Haley, went to finland i saw your photos on facebook that weekend and i can't believe it was really that long ago that time has flown past sarah is saying frederick you should have been here too then that would have been amazing to meet you at that event frederick someday sarah jelkinen is saying i love tromso it's a stunning place i only visited twice want to go again Again. Uh, oh, it would be brilliant. And uh, she first said, she says, first I, I typed, uh, oh, I've just lost that comment once, was it? And uh, yeah, I first typed once, but no, I've been twice. You are forgetting about that second time, Sarah. And uh, of course, Sarah is joining in with us this week from Finland. And I want to talk again about Lapland. Now, it is a place I had on my bucket list for many years because apparently it's amazing to go over with children and see the real Santa experience. Uh, I had some friends went out there last year. And when I said, oh, do you mind me being cheeky? But how much did it cost you? And she told me and my I had a heart attack <laughs> because she went for three days and it was basically what I would pay for a week's holiday that she was spending on three days. And uh, it was, I say three days, she was traveling the first day. So it was only two nights in a hotel. Um, and uh, for, for somewhere that wasn't that far away, I would have expected to fly somewhere a little bit more exotic for that price. But she said it was an amazing experience and definitely if you have the cash to hand do it do it because there is so much to do there it's not just flying out to go to santa's grotto and if you have access to british television the bbc also put on a fantastic little program a few years back called lapland and it was about uh, some grandparents taking the families, the children and the grandchildren out there. Uh, I guess that's what it will be, will be for me now. Hopefully, although my kids are getting a bit old for this, they, I can take the grandkids one day. That would be awesome. Uh, so check out that TV show if you haven't seen it. Uh, we've got a great gif coming up in the chat room from Jim there. <laughs> Santa's Grotto. But what else is there to see there? Um, I'm going to just talk about a few things. If you want to go to this place, don't think that that is just a one-trick pony. 
Um, if you want to, you can go on a family husky safari. And these are family friendly. The tour company is really polished and they've actually thought of everything. They have high quality cold weather gear and you can go on a shuttle bus that will take you to the husky farm before you set off on the trek. And Siberian huskies love nothing more than a vigorous dash through the snowy forest. So although people have said, well, is this kind to the pups to have them pulling the sleighs? They actually love that exercise. Uh, you can also get your kids on the back of the, the sleigh standing up and helping steer or you can have them sitting comfortably on the front and apparently the dogs are really friendly and jolly. Another thing is traditions of Christmas. Tucked away in a snowy enchanted forest is a quaint elf village. Uh, you can be collected from your hotels and taken there and some say that it takes you there almost blindly because it's so dark and suddenly you appear in this magical setting. Uh, it's here that you can have a taste of the elves teachings, how to peek through windows, tiptoeing, decorating gingerbread cookies, making traditional Finnish desserts, crafting Christmas decorations and searching for the captivating forest for the perfect Christmas tree. But when the person responsible for carrying the decorations uh, could, could uh, be in charge of doing this, there's an elf that will be available on hand to show them exactly what to do in a darkened forest. It sounds amazing. Uh, while we're talking of cookies, I'm going to go into this next one. This is a dance choreographed by Michael Barr and Michelle Burton from the USA. This one is Christmas Cookies by George Strait. <laughs> Christmas cookies, sugar. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. The ones that look like Santa Claus, Christmas trees and bells and stars. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. Now Christmas cookies are a special treat. The more she bakes, the more I eat. And sometimes I can't get myself to stop. Sometimes she'll wait till I'm asleep And she'll take the ones that I didn't eat And put those little sprinkly things on top I sure do like those Christmas cookies, sugar I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe The ones that look like Santa Claus Christmas trees and bells and stars I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe Now those sprinkly things just make things worse Cause it makes them taste better than they did at first And they're absolutely impossible to resist Some disappear to who knows where But I make sure that I get my share And those kids just stand there waiting for the ones I miss I sure do like those Christmas cookies, sugar Sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe She gets mad if they're all gone Before she gets the icing put on Sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe Now there's a benefit to all of this That you might have overlooked or missed So now let me tell you the best part of it all 
Every time she sticks another batch in the oven, there's 15 minutes for some kissing and a hugging. That's why I eat Christmas cookies all year long. Christmas cookies, sugar. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. The ones that look like Santa Claus, Christmas trees and bells and stars. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. Get on the Honky Tonk Highway with Kelly Cavallaro. To find out what happened the morning after and the night before, Tuesdays, 2 p.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. This is Megan Barcelia and Christopher Gonzalez reminding you to tune in each week to Line Dance Podcast on LineDancerRadio.com and LineDancePodcast.com. There we go. Some great shows from the United States there. I just love those guys' accents. I just love the American accent. It's great. And we are traveling here all around the North Pole. Are you still with me, hitchhikers? And uh, talking about American comments here, here is the lovely Jim. And he is saying, speaking of movies, last Christmas, tissues at the ready. So if you joined us last week, he was recommending this one to us. And I'm going to check this one out this week. I must check it out this week. Uh, My mom saw it. She said it was amazing. And... (laughs) Ross Brown is in the chat room. He says, you've got less than 20 minutes to steal one of the songs off my playlist. Oh, I've tried so hard. I always try to steal them, Ross. We're just talking about if uh, Lapland. That's where we're finishing off in today. And of course, the real pull is visiting the real Santa. The real Santa. And uh, Rovaniemi is the official home of Santa Claus and you can get a chance to visit him in person at his office at this place. It's said his actual home is located further north and is barely accessible. However, his office is open to the public and easy to reach. Located nearby is Santa's post office where you can post a letter anywhere in the world and you will find that all the letters written to Santa Claus from the children across the globe they all make their way here how cool to post a postcard from the north pole it would be amazing and there they have a mini village and you can go on reindeer rides the snowmobiles for the kids ice slides snow mounds and the outdoor snow is not sufficient if it isn't sufficient enough you can head over to snowman's world and here there are zip down intense ice slides on inflatable tubes and you can even go and check out the ice hotel there i mean it would be a great place for kids but heck it's a great place for adults too i don't need to take the kids i'll go and enjoy it um you can uh, also if you're up there in lapland you can cross the Arctic Circle underground. Nearby to Santa's holiday village is Santa Park. This attraction also has its own Santa Claus meet plus an elf school and a gingerbread making workshop and an Angry Bird themed playground. All of this is indoors or more specifically 
underground indoors, which is a bonus after spending a chilly day outside at Santa's Holiday Village, especially if, like me, you don't like the cold. An extra bonus is that it's the only place in the world that you can cross the Arctic Circle underground. I have a little picture of that. I'll try to share that in the chat room too. Another thing, of course, a cool thing you can do is feed a reindeer. Lapland's home to over 200,000 reindeers and each one has an owner. You can visit all these reindeer farms, enjoy reindeer rides through the Finnish forests with these beautiful creatures and you can even feed them some yummy lettuce. Uh, on, on top of all of this, you can also take part in an ancient ceremony inside a cozy kota, which is a traditional Finnish wood hut. Uh, another thing you can do is explore Pilke. This is a kid-friendly science centre which is located in the middle of Rovaniemi and it's an easy access to about a 10-minute walk from a lot of the hotels. Uh, the main hotel there, the Santa Claus Hotel, is definitely only a 10-minute walk away. Uh, kids can adore this place. I hear it's amazing. They can touch everything and there's even like things such as a karaoke TV, a giant tractor to climb, guns to virtually shoot moose. Oh, that sounds mean drawings, train sets, so much more. Uh, it's a fun learning environment and you probably won't even realize you're learning because it's so fun. And uh, finally, my recommendation for if you are going up to Lapland, you can visit the Northern Lights, but if you don't get to see them, you can still see them at the Artkikum. And again, my pronunciations of Finnish is probably not very good, but uh, this museum is devoted to Aurora Borealis and they have an exhibit where you can lie on cushions and watch a short video taking viewers on a virtual journey focused on these beautiful light formations. Apparently it's meant to be very relaxing and many people just want to fall asleep there. But it's a great museum and again if you have kids with you plenty to touch a drawing table there so kids will stay amused and the center features life-size stuffed animals such as bear, moose and seals which are fun and very engaging for youngsters too. Ah, I'm keen to go. It would be amazing. Oh, on that note, I'm going to play as another track. Let's have a little bit of buble. We couldn't let this week go by without a little bit of buble, could we? Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Now, I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas And when you walk down the street Say hello to friends you know And everyone you meet Oh, the mistletoe is hung Where you can see Somebody waits for you Kiss her once for me Have a holly jolly Christmas and in case you didn't hear Oh by golly have a holly jolly Christmas this year hung where you can see Somebody waits for you Kiss her once for me Have a holly 
jolly Christmas And in case you didn't hear Oh, by golly, have a holly Jolly Christmas This year Have yourself A merry little Christmas Let your heart be light From now on Our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide gay From now on our troubles will be miles away Happy golden days of yore Faithful friends who are dear to us Gather near to us once more Through the years we all will be together If the fates allow Hang a shining star Upon the highest bough And have yourself A merry little Christmas now Fates allow Hang a shining star Upon the highest bar And have yourself A merry little Christmas Now
love a little bit of Frank Sinatra, I do. And it's getting to that festive time of year where we really want to enjoy ourselves. And I hope you've enjoyed hitchhiking with me today, guys. Uh, we've hitched a ride too. Uh, first of all, we, we took some flight tips and we hitched a ride to uh, the North Pole. And then we went and we looked at where we could see the Northern Lights and we ended up in Lapland. And my head is still thinking about the huskies and the reindeers, I must confess. Sandra Burns is in the chat room saying she's got her break time, but she's only one hour late. Oh, I'm so sorry, Sandra. Uh, time to get something to eat and, and recharge, honey. And uh, Eddie Huffman is saying, good morning, Hayley Wheatley. Enjoy your day and be safe, my friend. Thank you for joining us on our journey, Eddie Huffman. I've had such a great time traveling with you guys today and uh, again I love this time of year it's such an exciting time of year no matter what we're doing and I know this one will be a little strange and a little different for us all uh, for one Christmas might not be with the people that you always spend it with but all the same I hope you can still enjoy it we can plan a new year again that may be quiet but maybe it's just the quiet before an exciting and wonderful new year and don't forget that voting for the Crystal Boot Awards is still open. Now, it's a little bit different this year. You can vote for, uh, as usual, your favorite instructors, choreographers, uh, your favorite DJ. You can give them a vote if you want to, uh, to give them some kudos. And also, you can vote for your lockdown heroes. So if there are specific workshops or things that have kept you going through lockdown, line dance related, get online and give them a little vote. It's totally open, these votes. So you can vote for anyone you want, uh, any, any suggestions, specific people. Uh, just give them a vote, you know? Great idea to do, uh, all your online heroes. I just think it's a great way of giving back. Don't forget to do that. Voting will close soon, so don't miss your chance to celebrate those that have kept you going this year. I've had a great time. Stay tuned. Ross Brown is with us next. He mentioned he's going to Estonia, so you'll be hearing lots of tracks from some great events there. Uh, I'll be staying tuned too and listening in, Ross. So have a good show. And for those of you that have been hitching a ride, with me today come back same time next week i will be here for some new and exciting destinations have a listen where thanks guys have a great week
Welcome to the Positive Change Line Dancer Radio, the only station dedicated to line dance. 